We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone Hello Welcome to Unabashedly <clears throat> Hello <laughs> Welcome to Unabashedly Obsessed I'm James I'm Aaron. On our show, we like to talk about things related to pop culture. <laughs> and not-so-pop culture. And pop culture sequels that aren't necessary. <laughs> and pop culture sequels to sequels that aren't necessary. In in the Sandlot 2's defense, we don't know if it was necessary or not because we didn't watch it. It feels like maybe it wasn't necessary. I think maybe it wasn't. <laughs> um, when I feel like at the end of a movie, when you say where everyone ended up, that's your way of hedging against this happening. What they didn't say was that, you know, and eventually the Sandlot got torn down before anyone could do any more memorable baseball things on the Sandlot. Yeah. Because <laughs> that didn't happen. They forgot that loophole. And so there were there were sequels because the uh-huh. Sandlot is a character, I guess. I mean, it is. Yeah. Sort of. I guess. We're talking about the Sandlot 3. Which is not called the Sandlot Three; it is called the Sandlot: colon, Heading Home. Yeah, in the in the grand American Pie tradition of listen, let's not number these because that'll just be sad. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody who's in our Facebook group, unabashedly obsessed with unabashedly obsessed, kind of knows what this one's about, because Andy spoiled it for everybody. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. But thank, thank, thanks, Andy. Yeah. No, we like having you interact on the group and stuff. <laughs> just, you know. So, Luke Perry. Was barely in it. He was barely in it. I mean, which makes sense. Yeah. Because he's the one who traveled back in time, but he traveled back to his own childhood. Yeah. Into his childhood body. Aren't you glad that the quantum leap thing of you looking like the time traveler, no matter whose body you're in, didn't catch on for like time travel? Like, wouldn't yeah. it have been ridiculous for Luke Perry to be running around with a bunch of 11 and 12-year-olds? You know what? I think I might have actually really enjoyed that. Because my biggest problem, I mean, I had a lot of problems with this movie, but I think my biggest problem is that I don't think that Luke Perry and that other kid were ever in the same place at the same time, so yeah. they couldn't Forrest Gump it, Right. where one of them decides, oh, I'm going to just do this character the way that guy does it. So that it's co- a coherent storyline between child and adult. I think Keanu Pyers. Pyers, yeah. Keanu Pyers, who played young Tommy. Um, no, not that Tommy. A different Tommy. Yep, different um, Tommy. Uh, I think he was going for Luke Perry in like he tried to do some smolder eyes. Yes. But he also, he's no Luke Perry. No, granted. Give if you make them the same age, make this kid like 25, 26, and Luke Perry 25, 26. I think this kid is going to turn out to be more handsome than Luke Perry. I think he was a very handsome child. I'm, I wouldn't say more handsome than Luke Perry, but Luke Perry's kind of funny looking. You know, he has grown like as he has aged, yeah. he has become less hot. But Luke Perry at his peak, like, is Buffy like, his peak? Like, I was, I was going to say 902 yeah. now. Right. That was around the same time as yeah. Buffy, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like, he was a good-looking dude. He was a good-looking dude. I mean, dude. Sharon Clueless planned to lose her virginity to him. That's true. And inst- and then she planned to lose her virginity to the guy who looked like him. Right. But that guy didn't want her virginity. No. But this is not a podcast about he Clueless. He said, no thank you. 
Um, we sure should do did. a podcast about Clueless. We should do a podcast about Clueless. Um, let's go watch it. Bye, <laughs> um, guys. <laughs> uh, I was always more of a priestly guy. Okay. I think in my head they're the same person. I never watched 90210. Oh, me neither. But I did see lots of like promos. I must have watched Fox. I guess Simpsons. Yeah. And saw lots of commercials for... Oh, you know what? You know what it was? I watched that... Um, Starting at five o'clock, uh, fresh Pr- full house, fresh prince, Simpsons, Simpsons, friends, Seinfeld. There was a five to seven thirty like block of sitcoms that I would watch a lot, and I bet I saw nine hundred two one zero promos oh. then. Most of my nine hundred two one zero knowledge comes from the girl next door having the like the dolls, uh-huh. like not Barbie dolls because it wasn't Barbie; it was nine hundred two one zero. But right. the nine hundred two one zero action act- figures. Not not very actiony figures because they didn't right. have fashion you know, figures. Fashion figures, sure. And I think that the Luke Perry and the Jason Priestley ones kind of looked alike, and you, also not like either one of the actors. If you draw, if you would describe to someone what Luke Perry looks like and what Jason Priestley looks like, and you don't mention height, I feel like that you you come up with a similar sketch. Oh, is one of them significantly taller? Luke Perry is a short man. Is he really? I mean, I mostly saw him next to a catcher who was crouching down and then lying in a bed. Right. After he hit his head. After he hit his head, which was the mode of time travel. Getting hit in the face with a baseball. <laughs> after after accidentally having people set off the fireworks display a little bit early. Well, that had not that really was not his fault. No, that was incompetence. Well, I don't yeah, the guy said he was looking out for He's 5'10". I guess that's not that short. Is Jason Priestley just super tall then? Could it be that they had they portrayed Brandon as super tall? That was Jason Priestley's character? Maybe. The height. Is he also 5'10"? Readers, Jason Priestley is 5'8". So Jason Priestley is the shorter one. I am flabbergasted. Somebody is, who watched 90210 tell us if Am I? Yeah, someone someone who is more of an expert on Jason Priestley and Luke Perry. <laughs> Why am I so far off in thinking that Luke Perry was this short little Wolverine type guy and Jason Priestley was this tall Cyclops type guy? I don't know. That's so strange. Wow. My 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 world is kind of blown. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I mean, I'm taller than both of them, so it's fine. And that is true. <laughs> I'm shorter than both of them. <laughs> But just barely on Jason Priestley, right? I'm 5'6". Yeah, okay. Just barely. Yeah. I feel like two inches isn't just barely. Yeah, but in like a a sensible set of heels. Well, yeah. I mean, in any average pair of heels, I would be taller than him. Yeah, you could punch him in the face. Take that Priestley, you'd say. do that without heels. Actually, I could probably do that better without heels. That's true. Uppercut. Yeah. That's my (laughs) uppercut sound. What What was it in Future Man? Chin punch? Yeah, oh, that's right. Chin punch! Yeah, there you go. I was like, I don't know. What is an uppercut? It's just a chin punch, right? So it's probably that. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so the Sandlot. So Luke Perry's an asshole, and in this movie... <laughs> oh, we don't know that Luke Perry's an asshole he's IRL. Probably, he's probably a nice man. Probably. Yeah, I have no idea if he is or not. But yeah. in, in this, regardless of how he is off screen, right. in this movie, his character is an asshole. He plays for the LA Dodgers. But he's also played for... 
absolutely everyone. There was a big montage of of Luke Perry playing Tommy Santa Santarelli. I'm really glad that they kind of stopped calling him Santa. Yeah. Or, well, he stopped calling himself Santa. Right, right. Once he kind of got acclimated to the time travel thing. Yeah, um, I agree. They had a big montage of him in different baseball uniforms. So he he couldn't stick with one team. And that is a theme that would come back later. Yeah. Wink. You know, okay, so there's a genre of children's movie. Yes. I feel like children's movies are divided into three three genres. Okay. There is the Sandlot-esque genre, which okay. is, it's actually a good movie. Okay, yes, yes. There is the animated features. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And yeah. granted, that has its own sub-genres. Sure. But there's like live action, good movies, animated features, and then there's where the Sandlot heading home falls. Which is... Which is... This is geared toward, like, it's humor for kids. Right. Which is generally pretty bad. It's a lot of slapstick, a lot of just, like, Three Stooges type humor. Like, people getting hit in the face and, like, fart jokes. I mean, I laughed at them. Right. But I'm a child. And, like, I'm trying to remember. Because, like, the, the big thing for me was the sound effects. Mm-hmm. Like you point to something quickly and it makes a noise. Yeah. Um, and there was some of that in the Sandlot, the OG, the Sandlot colon A New Hope, but but the, I feel it wasn't like, as blatant. Well, and I feel like it was used for comedic effect as opposed to in lieu of comedic effect. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think. I think every actor in the Sandlot. Hold on. Every actor in the Sandlot, maybe with the exception of the younger Timmons brother, just and that's just because of age, was a better actor than any actor, child or adult, in this movie, with one notable exception. Okay, I was about to I was about to ask about that notable exception. Um, Should we tell them who yeah. that notable exception is? Squints comes back. Let's take a Chauncey. That doesn't make that any doesn't, sense. No, that only makes <laughs> sense if you know that the actor's name is Chauncey. And everyone should, because that is an amazing name. Chauncey Laparty. God, he or should... Or Leoparty, it depends. I don't know if the O is pronounced. He should be a fashion model or like a like some sort of it person. Yeah, but he doesn't have the look for that. No. Um, he grew up to look exactly the way you think he would, but kind of hot. Yeah, he he should be. And this, I I tried. I, it means that Sean, and I hate to keep bringing it. Anytime saying that comes up, that Halloween costume comes up, it was just a really good costume, you guys. Mm-hmm. It means that Sean nailed it even better than I knew that he did, because Chauncey Laparty grew up to look like he like a Sean type. Not the same hair, whatever, but like like he should be in a pop punk band. Yeah. Like he had the he was like strapping but kinda still scrappy. Like he worked out and he didn't eat too much. But he was also sort of an underdog kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um I would believe if Squints, you know, was in a proto punk band also. But Jocks really didn't play music until the 90s. That's true. 
Thanks, Henry Rollins. I don't know who that is. Um, Henry Rollins was in Black Flag, and he is built like a football player, but he is punk AF. Cool. Liz, I used it right. Y- yeah, you did. Yeah. Abercrombie and Fitch. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's A and F. Oh, dang it. One day you'll get it right. Hi, Liz. Hi, Liz. I'll get it right <laughs> AF. Um, so, nope. <laughs> okay. So, um, so Santa's an asshole and he gets sent back in time to 1976 where he was a child who had just moved to Southern California. Yeah. Basically, he gets hit in the head with, so he, yeah, he gets hit in the head with a baseball and wakes up 12 years old. Right. And on the sandlot. Yeah. And he, um, meets these people and he knows suddenly he's sort of he's sort of dazed because of the being hit in the head with a baseball right but he's the new kid so they don't know who he is either but he seems to have forgotten that presumably these guys were his friends when he was a kid like he right or did he not play he did i think he remembered them did he not play sandlot ball did he play needman ball the entire he must have played needman ball the entire summer in his original timeline. Oh, maybe that's true. And so that's why he had, like, he he comes to recall these guys, but he wasn't actually friends. This whole movie, I sat there thinking, but he was friends with these guys. Like, I know right. it's been 30 years, but, like, I still remember the people that I was friends with in elementary school. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like so, if, yeah, so he... He I think he have... played Needman Ball the entire time. Needman Ball being the actual Little League team. If if this helps you, and it would if if I was listening, it would be like he grew up in the Cobra Kai, and then he got hit in the head and got and then met Mr. Miyagi. That's a Karate Kid thing. I know it's a Karate Kid thing. The Cobra Kai are the Needmans of Karate yeah. Kid. Yeah. And I love one of the things I love about right now. Mm-hmm. Is that I just put Karate Kid in the context that you would understand, which is the Sandlot heading home. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, the deal is that he wants to spend a bunch of time with his mom, who's dying of cancer. Right. Who he knows dies of cancer, and spoiler alert, she, she does... still dies of cancer. Yeah. Nothing. He does, he does not manage to cure cancer. Right. Which I felt was an underexplored avenue. Mm-hmm. Doogie Hauser did it. Why couldn't he? Did Doogie Hauser cure cancer? I never watched the show. So <laughs> <laughs> I I have to assume that the only reason they'd make a child a doctor is if that child <laughs> cured cancer. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to give it to him, right? Yeah, hey guys, you'd have to. I cured cancer. Make that kid a doctor. <laughs> Yes, he can make out with nurses. Everything is known. Did he make out with nurses? I'm pretty sure he made out with nurses. You never watched the show. I never watched the show, but like... I saw like two episodes. I have an awareness of when like cute girls are going to be making out with people for whom I can stand in, like doctor children. Um, It was one... Okay, so this was surely uh, straight to video. Oh, I'm sure. It's the type of straight to video where they were like, all right, we need to cash in on the Sandlot for whatever reason... Well, it only it came two years after the Sandlot two, which came twelve years after the Sandlot. Uh huh. So I f- I feel like blame for we need to cash in on the Sandlot for whatever reason falls on 2005's The Sandlot two. It's the type of thing. Anyways, The Sandlot heading home is the type of thing, and I he- I heard um, The Sandlot two is the same, where it's like okay, what was cool about The Sandlot? Well, you had a big fat kid. Uh huh. You know, 
it's the kind of thing where where there it's a more checklist thing than normal. Like you have to have the insult thing. You have to have the mouth to mouth is funny. I don't know. Like yeah. I feel like mouth to mouth question mark was a check. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like um you know, visit the house, reference the beast, like yeah, all sorts of stuff. There have was a like, ghost kid, right? Yes, this one child looked like he was a Victorian ghost, uh huh, who was trying to fit in as just one of the guys. It's just he doesn't talk, but he's pale, yeah, and he looks like he doesn't know he doesn't belong in the nineteen seventies because he belongs in Dickensian eighteen seventies, uh huh. Like he should be asking you for more. James uh, kept referring to him as the ghost child. Yeah. And it was like, I mean, when he actually did talk and you found out that he probably wasn't actually a ghost, it was actually kind of upsetting to me because I liked it better when he was dead. There's <laughs> there's a narrative that you can construct with the first three quarters of the movie um, where Ryan was dead. Mm-hmm. And it works. And it's kind of like if Casper didn't have like a romantic angle to it and Devin Sawa was just a kid that gave Christina Ricci advice. Did you know Devin Sawa did not voice Casper? I didn't know a that. A completely different actor. Don't ask me why I remember that his name is Malachi Pierce or Malachi Pearson. It was Malachi something. Huh. Apparently the only other thing I am aware of that he has done, did you ever watch the episode of Full House where Kimmy and DJ were babysitting and the kid stuck his head through the railing and they had to put butter on his head to get it out? Because that was the kid who voiced Casper. Is it possible that that's a, as, as a big enough part of the American zeitgeist that I haven't seen the episode but know what you're talking about? Maybe. The stairs in Full House went it right was at, to It was left. at the kid's house. Oh, okay. I think. I'm picturing Cosby stairs, which are the other way. Okay. I'm, I'm mostly just remembering Kimmy smearing a whole bunch of butter on the kid's head. Like, they needed to get his head out of the railing, so you'd think they would have, like, greased up, like his neck and ears and like jawline and stuff. No, she just put a bunch of butter in his hair. Right. And he couldn't get his head out. I wonder why, Kimmy Gibbler. Kimmy Gibbler. What an idiot. But yeah, so Devon Sawa was only in like the last five minutes of that movie. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. I knew that Devon Sawa was only in the last five minutes. You knew he didn't do the voice? I guess I... Because the voice wasn't hot enough. Like, you're talking about Casper as the ghost? Casper as a ghost was not Devon Sawa. But Devon Sawa did his own voice once he was Devon Sawa. Yeah, because he had, like, one line, and I think right. it was hi, yeah. or yes, or want to dance. Or, like, yeah, I'm this hot. I he know that, was really hot. I know that ghost wouldn't have made you think that I was, I had, I was bringing all of this, but... I mean, I guess you just luck out, which is why you just befriend any ghost, no matter what they look like, because what if they turn out to be hot? Now I want to watch Now and Then. Yeah, we're probably going to have to watch Now and Then at some point, too. It's mm-hmm. come up multiple times. Yeah, we'll have to do that at some point. Maybe this summer. Now it's a good summer that. movie. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll have a month of summer nostalgic movies. We're having a hard time talking about this movie, because honestly, the plot was this... Real estate guy wanted to build condos on the sandlot, and so there was a baseball game to determine if his team won, then he got to build the condos. If the sandlot team won, then he didn't get to build the condos. But it took a really long time. It was like two-thirds of the way through the movie before that plot point came up. The rest of it was mostly just Tommy Santarelli is kind of a jerk, but the kids need a ninth player. Right. It's so the opposite of the him. Sandlot. Yeah. 
He is too confident. Yes. Benny comes back to do clinics at the Sandlot. When someone says they're putting on a clinic, generally it's not, it's a scheduled thing where he teaches us stuff. They mean like he's there and he's doing great things where we can learn from him. Yeah, but I this... think what they meant was, no, 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 no. He's literally putting on a clinic. Like, like he shows up at the Sandlot and gives us pointers. Right. Yeah. And also Squints is there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. So I mean, it was, it was a, it was fine for the, for the genre of kid movie that it was. Yeah. Like we both laughed out loud a couple times and not just, sometimes we were laughing with the movie and not at the movie. That's true. That the, um, the, wait, r- baseball bats? No, bat bats. And they like freak out and he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that was a scripted line. I think that kid just ad-libbed that. And they were like, well, we're not doing this take again. That was Big P, right? Not actual Big P, but the child I thought of as Big P? Yes. Yeah. I think so. And then, of course, the catcher was Little P. Yeah. Um, Yes, there were two redheads in it. So, yes, I think of them as Pete and Pete. I mean, they kind of look like the guys from Pete and Pete. A little. In that they were redheaded and freckled. Uh Uh-huh. And And one of them was bigger than the other one. That's all you need. (laughs) That's all you need. Um, so yeah, it was fine. The, I mean, don't, the, the don't adult... run out and get a copy. No, Aaron got it from the library. I suggest you do the same. I, you know what? I'm not even going to suggest you do the same. Listen to this episode. There, your life is missing nothing by not having watched this movie. However, if you are genuinely curious, yeah. it's not a waste of an hour and a half. The It's the type of movie. I think this actually encapsulates the genre pretty well. It's the type of movie... Where the kids aren't great actors. Yes. But they're better than every adult. Yeah. With the exception of Chance of the Party, who was just as good as he was when he was a kid, which is fine. Yeah, I mean, he just stepped right back into that same role. Yeah. If you really like Squints, now if you really like Squints, you should, this movie maybe goes up one notch. If you are a a big Squints head. One of my notes... (laughs) Squints head? By the way, um, him owning the pharmacy, I just remembered, is another part of his epilogue. Yeah. So. Yeah. He became a pharmacist and married Wendy Peppercorn. And had 15 kids. Was it 15? Nine? Nine sounds right. Anyways, in this movie, they had had four. Yes. We didn't see Wendy Peppercorn, though. No, we didn't. So one of my notes. Yes. You took a a note? No, I took a handful of notes. Okay. Um, so my very first note is that the guy playing Benny seemed like he was trying to do an impression of Mike Vitari as Benny. Yeah. But it wasn't working. Like, he seemed like he had a thing he was going for. Yeah. And the only thing I can figure is that he was trying to emulate the original Benny. But it's really hard for an adult man to emulate an adult man who's not a great actor right. to emulate a 13-year-old like, boy who actually kind of was. Like, Tom Hanks can do it. Yes. But he's no Tom Hanks. Right. I also... Now, okay. I'm going to ask this. Okay. But I don't know for a fact, and I'm not making any accusations. Okay. It, it sort of felt like he was a brown man that wasn't necessarily Hispanic. 
being a Hispanic guy. That's possible. Because, like, one of the things that Mike Vitar had was authenticity. I called him Vitari a minute ago. I did not mean Vitari. I meant Vitar. That's okay. Um, Don't at me. Unless you're Mike Vitar. In which case, please at me. (laughs) Um. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the, The guy who played Benny in this is called Danny Nucci. Yeah. So yeah, I I mean, doesn't that seem like it could be of Italian origin? I mean, I'm not I'm not here to, the na- to Yeah, the name sounds Italian. He was born in Austria. I'm not here to call into question anyone's lack of or whatever of Hispanicness. Right. But I felt it felt like a caricature whereas yeah. Benny being a Hispanic kid probably from the LA area that he was being depicted as being from Mm -hmm. was just delivering the lines as opposed to trying to sound like he was the kid delivering the lines. Yeah. This guy seemed like he was doing a kind of general Latinx accent. Yeah. That, I mean, like it, it wasn't offensive. Right. I don't think it was just, it didn't feel natural. So, I'm going to make a reference. I made this reference to you and you didn't get it. And that is totally fine. I'm not expecting anyone. He looked exactly like the guy that played Chico from Chico and the Man, who I always forget is Freddie Prince. Yes, the father of Freddie Prince Jr. Um, Freddie Prince died in some way tragically, I feel like I recall. Drug overdose, maybe? That seems possible. Um, But so... Chico and the Man is a show I never watched. It turns out Jack Albertson, who played Grandpa Joe, I I think we established was the man of the title. And Freddie Prince was Chico. I think it was some sort of cop show. I'm not positive. Anyways, the guy that played Benny in this 2007 movie was being Chico in hair and everything so hard um, that it, it was like they said, be basically be Freddie Prince and and then that's it. He died at age 22. Yeah. Um, shot himself in the head. Right. Okay. I was getting, I think I was getting, I was getting him confused with, in my head before I said drug overdose. I was thinking AIDS. Mm. That's Freddie Mercury. That's Freddie Mercury. Yeah. They both spell their name the same. Right. I knew he was young. I didn't realize he was that young. Yeah. So 22. Yeah. That's really young. Yikes. What? At what age did he have Freddie Prince? Um, it said that he left behind an infant son. Wow. So like, wow. Who must look more like his mom. Because yeah. in all these pictures of Freddie Prince Sr., I'm not seeing any resemblance. Right. But yeah. Well, okay. So he died in 77. Freddie Prince Jr. was born in 76. Right. So March 8th, 1976. Died January 29th, 1977. So, so yeah, he was not even a year old. Ten months old, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is really bad. Yeah. So anyways, the the guy playing Benny in this Sandlot sequel looked like him. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, way to make shit depressing, James. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, let's 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 bring it up. So the mom has cancer. It's just, not ever just played making for, it more awkward. Yeah, it's not ever played for laughs. And in fact, one time at you know, in the obligatory insult back and forth. Scene. Oh yeah, um, Draco Malfoy. Draco Malfoy, who is the more even more Draco Malfoy somehow than the kid that played Draco Malfoy. Yeah, 
Like his hair was like it was so blonde it was like clear. Like Well, so Tom Felton's hair was bleached blonde, I think. Or it was bleached blonder. This kid just had naturally right. super blonde hair. Right. Um It was that weird blonde that is not golden and not platinum. It's like somehow in between the two without being either of them. Yeah, exactly. He was evil and how I know he was evil was that he got up really close as his, like, you play ball like a girl. Uh-huh. Because they had already used that one. Well, and actually... Well, no, they, it what was they interesting. used was my mom plays baseball better than you. Right. And I, I like that. Somehow that doesn't feel like an insult. I mean, it's the same you play ball like a girl, or but it's... Well, because it's, it's not so much like, you know, girls play baseball better than you. It's like old people play baseball better right, than exactly. you. Right, Exactly. But so the the kicker of Draco Malfoy's uh, insult battle was at least my mom isn't sick, which isn't even an insult. It's just fucked up. Yeah. Um, and he didn't get his ass kicked, which means that that Tommy was already on his way to growing and becoming more Christ-like. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> like there were. He said, what did he say? Oh, I'm going to go Tarantino on you if you ever say something like that again. Yeah. And they were all like, what is, is that like a martial art? Yeah. Which is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and in a way, not Not wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I ever time travel, I'm going to make sure that I don't make any references. Just like any at all. Or make all of, just reference with abandon and everybody will just think you're the... Just crazy. Yeah. Um. Then I can just tell people that I'm from the future and they'll be like, okay, Crazy James. Yep. And then I'll release my album. Crazy James. Rantons and Ravens. Live. From San Diego. I'm trying to decide if that would be more Weird Al or just an entire album of songs containing the word crazy. Uh Uh-huh. Like Crazy by Patsy Cline. Uh Uh-huh. Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. Uh Uh-huh. Crazy in Love by Beyonce. Uh-huh. Do one more. Crazy by Aerosmith. Crazy by Seal. Insane in the Membrane. That doesn't have the word crazy in it. it. Has insane. It's not the same. Well, that's just crazy. Oh, oh, oh. Um. Drive Me Crazy by Britney Spears. And uh, did the gorillas do a crazy, a song crazy? No. Make me crazy. That's uh, Gnarls Barkley. That's what I meant. Yeah. Gorillas, Gnarls Barkley, they both have Gs. I have to now go meditate on the similarities between Gorillas and Gnarls Barkley. One of which While is I an, finish out the podcast? an animated fictional group of people that doesn't exist. And one of them is CeeLo, which is so close. <laughs> <laughs> Except the Gorillas never made um, date rape jokes. But good reference. Crazy by Gnarls Barkley. Yeah. You want to talk about something else awkward? Yeah. So... You know how, like, if, if some, like, when you put on high heels or lose a bunch of weight over a relatively short amount of time, like, uh-huh. your center of gravity changes. Okay. And so you might find some things more difficult to do, or you have to think about how you do them harder than you previously would have. Right. Like, if you were suddenly a 13 year old kid. Yeah. If you were suddenly a 13 year old kid, do you think you'd bat as good as you did when you were a professional 44 year old baseball player? Absolutely not. Because well, this kid did. Well, we have to, and he commented on the fact that he didn't have the muscles or yeah, the. Yeah, he tone. commented on his noodle arms. Yeah. I think what we have to believe is that he was good enough as a 13 year old 
that he could fall, that it was sort of like, oh, like if you find an old car or something like that, like you used to drive a car and then you stopped driving that car and got a better car. And then you got hit in the head with a baseball and found yourself in the old car. You'd still know how to drive the car okay. Okay. Yeah. Or like how that kind of sounds you... like a fun movie, though. Yeah, it kind of does. Hey, James. Yeah. You want to write a movie? Car switch. Heading home. It's a bad name. I have more notes that were. Yes. I thought you were going to bring up the time when he hit on that old waitress. No, I was going to just not talk about that at all okay. because it was weird. <laughs> it was it's so weird. weird. It's weird to see when. Uh... Yeah, when uh, boys hit on, like, it wasn't Ham being overconfident, and it wasn't Squints being a little skeezy. It was... It was this 13-year-old actor trying to pretend that he was a 44-year-old man trapped in a 13-year-old's body, hitting on a woman like a 44-year-old man would. Right. It didn't work. It did not work. It did not work. It was so awkward. (laughs) And then he, he did get a free cherry a, coke. He stealth drank a cherry coke. I believe he had his mouth in his hands. Oh, that makes sense as to how he was able to drink the coke without ever putting it yeah. in his mouth. He was like playing with the straw with his fingers, which means uh-huh. that his that he had tiny mouths on his fingers, which like is probably osmosis. why he was so popular with the ladies. What? Osmosis. Uh huh. Is less creepy than the thing you were saying. <laughs> I don't think having tiny mouths on your fingers would make you popular with the ladies. But what if word got around that you knew how to use your finger hands? Finger I still mouths. don't think I'd want them anywhere near me. That sounds really creepy. Well, also tiny mouths. Right. No, yeah. Somewhat less effective. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Fingertip sized mouths would be much less effective. Yeah. A palm-sized mouth would perhaps be as effective. What if they all had tongues on them, though? Super creepy. It would be like, I mean, the tongues would be so tiny. It would be like being poked with like a Barbie foot. Every girl's dream. What? I'm not understanding <laughs> what the problem here okay. is. Okay, so. <laughs> if only someone would poke me with a Barbie foot. I ha- I have I have one final note. Okay. That comes through uh it, it it has to do with the very end of the movie. Okay. Is there anything else we want to touch on before we get to the very end of the movie? Um I have it's been a long time since I've seen Young Frankenstein. I should see that movie again now that I there, can get Mel Brooks references. There were a lot of times when lines were called back. Yeah. But like within a 3 minute time period. <clears throat> so it wasn't funny. As much as it was just like, why do you keep saying that? Yeah, like, that like was the weird. the bats thing and mm-hmm. the that's a big baseball and the young Frankenstein thing. There were a couple others where too he, where I'm like, I'm like, why Why do you keep saying that? It, that we, has to be kids movie, right? That has to be like, be. the kids are going to get this and be cracking up at it. So we'll say it again like a kid would. Kids it's attention like kid spans are not long enough to last more than three minutes. So right. we have to, if we're going to reference this again, we got to cram it in in the next three minutes. Right. Plus, I guess if you have something that repeats, you can put one of those repetitions at one point in the trailer for the movie and then it put it again after like a, a quick, quick fire montage. Right. And then it makes, and, and then it sort of feels like a fun timing thing as opposed to just being three different kids saying the exact same thing. Plus, if it's in the trailer, somehow the kids will remember it even three months after they saw the trailer. Right. Even if you don't think that they would remember it three minutes ago the first time the line was said. Right. Um, which is, of course, what has what has um, 
Im- embedded the trailer for Suburban Commando in my head, a movie that I never saw but was a trailer as part of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the U's video cassette. Oh. It had Christopher Lloyd and Hulk Hogan. We need to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. First of all, Christopher Lloyd plays a mild-mannered everyman. What? No. Yep. And Hulk Hogan plays a guy from the future. We need to watch this movie. Yeah. It's bad. It's got Christopher Lloyd. It's got time travel. Uh Uh-huh. We need to watch this movie. Wait a minute. Future Man may have ripped off a little bit of Suburban Commando. I'm sure it did. Wolf was basically Hulk Hogan's character. We really need to watch this movie. Yeah, we should. Hey, guys, look forward to an upcoming episode where we do Clueless. Yay! Yay! Now and now and now then. And then. I was going to say now and later. We could just eat a bunch of now and laters. Um, we could. Not while we record, though, because we want them to be able to understand us. Right. We learned our lessons with the Skittles, guys. Skittles! Um, and then, of course, Suburban Commando, which uh-huh. won't be really, really bad. He gets frozen. We're going to have to waxwork to that one. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, yeah, trailers do stick in kids' minds forever. Yep. Um, the house being booby-trapped was weird. The house being booby-trapped was weird. It's like Mr. Myrtle, they they break into Mr. Myrtle's, Mr. Myrtle is dead at this point, I assume. Which, of course, is James Earl Jones from the end of the yes. Sandlot. I don't know if, how up on Sandlot I'm, ass- I'm assuming he's dead or has moved, whatever. Right. But they break into his house, which has been abandoned, but apparently he left all his baseball stuff there, they think. Yeah. So they break into his house, and he left some baseball stuff there, but in the form of booby traps. Yeah. Like Home Alone-style booby traps. Right, but with like baseball, like pitching machines set up to start pitching baseballs. That and a kids. bunch of baseball bats that just fall out of the walls. And cobwebs that are Party City cobwebs, yeah. but that grow and are sticky. Uh-huh. Also from Party City, bats, plastic bats. Plastic bats that... Like baseball bats? No, no, bats, bats. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's still funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and then uh they did a indiana jones style giant baseball rolling down the stairs after tommy mm-hmm. which um ended my cinephiles out there in a wilhelm scream like i think they used the actual wilhelm scream sound effect um now see i thought the wilhelm scream when you were telling me what it is it's like the classic sound bite of like guy falling off a cliff or whatever. Right. I was thinking like the the Roadrunner Wiley Coyote. Woohoo! Oh no 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 no! But it's a different. That's that was a bad sound for like our when, listeners. I'm apologetic about that. Like when Goofy launches into space. Yeah. Like Yahoo hoo hooey. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That's what I was thinking. So when you when I, we went back and watched it again, I was like, that doesn't sound like what I thought. So a Wilhelm scream, if I may. Mm-hmm. You may. Here. Is this going to go? Okay. Here's a compilation of Wilhelm screams. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Okay. You know it. You've heard it before in movies. Um, They did that, and it was the... The the editing on this movie was was rough. Yeah. Like when they had the... camera shots. Yeah. Yeah. That dream sequence that he had. Yeah. It was a dream sequence that I needed Dramamine for. Yeah. 
Um, and like then, I think it gave me a migraine. Yeah, and that that scene where um, they were, I think they were basically trying to do Citizen Kane, where um, Needman was in the chair and his mom was like behind him and was like, "We have a visitor," and he turns around and he's like, "Yeah, what's up?" Yeah, play for me. Yeah, it was, a, and then, then then of course the photograph in the in the catcher's mitt changing once the ball was going to hit it. Yeah, needlessly, it was. So it was it was. Um, there's Draco one... Malfoy. Draco Malfoy. Yeah. They put a photo of him in the catcher's mitt so that the pitcher could hit the mitt. Right. And then as the ball was about to hit the mitt. It wizard pictured. It wizard pictured to a picture of Draco Malfoy going like, oh no. Yeah. It was weird. It was and again, that, weird. that's just kids. Movie. Like, yeah. I think that genre that you're talking about mm-hmm. where it's like, like good movie animated and then other not animated. Right. Is they took stuff from cartoons, yeah, and f- tried to do it live action, and sometimes it works great, and sometimes it's this type of thing, yeah, where it's like it's kind of the you know, let's make a movie that kids and adults can enjoy, animated, and kids are dumb, just put out some stuff, right? So, anyways, what was your last note? My last note. So we've talked about this with regard back to the bat with regard to Back to the Future. Yes. So he. Gets hit in the head with a baseball again and wakes up in the hospital. Right. With an entire life that he doesn't remember. And in fact. He wakes up married to the girlfriend that he broke up with. With two kids that he did not have before he got hit in the head with a baseball. All of his friends are there. But did they actually. I was making a note in my phone at the time that they all came into the room. So when I looked up, it was just the child actors, but glowy. Yeah. Did the adults actually come into the room? Yeah. And one of them was wearing a yellow hat and one of them was Ryan and one of them was Q and the rest, we didn't see their faces. Okay. Um, Was the agent Needman? No. The agent that was like, New York, baby. I don't think so. Also, was no, because that, a... that guy looked like Jim Gaffigan. Uh, yeah, like Jim Gaffigan, if like he was as fat as he claims to be on any of his material, and right. also was in the seventies and a disco king, and sleazy. Yeah, which I guess kind of goes with in the seventies and a disco king. Right. Um, was that a memory or a dream? I think he. It was. It was. Um, old Tommy in young Tommy's body having a dream that I think was based on a memory. Okay, because like that actually happened. Remember then he sat bolt upright and yelled, Judy, no! Right, right, exactly. Um, But then later they referenced that as already having had happened. Yeah. So I guess it was a memory of him deciding to go play for the Yankees. Yeah. That he then dreamed that everyone had like slow motion tracer hands. Yeah. Ugh. Um, it was like being on, it was like I imagine being on drugs feels like. Yeah. But like a bad trip. Right. There's our drug reference for the episode. Hey, and you made it. I made it. Um, Yay. Now so, tell me something about how it works. How what works? Drugs. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I imagine this was LSD. Yeah. I mean, that that tracers mushrooms? are definitely like a, are like an LSD sort okay. of thing. Um. Yay, we did it. Yay. <laughs> That's all we need. Um Yeah, so but he he wakes up and he's married to the girl, which by the way, she was a lot hotter when he woke up than she was in that dream sequence. Yes. Also a better actress. Mm-hmm. Um and he made a great decision in deciding to marry her 
and I guess have two kids with her? That's got to be rough. You wake up from a weird time travel experience and suddenly you've got two kids and it's not even like they're infants. They were like five and seven. Yeah. Um. Although I suppose it's better than the opposite. Where you wake up and your kids are gone? Right. Well, it depends. Do you like your kids? That's true. Because I kind of feel like if he had had kids before, he probably would not have paid much attention to them anyway. Yeah. But he knew he would be a good dad because when he was 13, he befriended a ghost boy named Ryan. That's true. So... He's a good dad to dead kids. There we go. Whoa, wait a minute. Yep. Let were me his, see some were let me his see kids some dead? birth certificates on those kids because what if they're ghost kids too? Birth certificates are not going to tell you anything. It's just going to tell you that they were born. Well, you need it would to say see ghost the death certificate. Well, they weren't born ghosts. Weren't they? Probably. Maybe his wife had an affair with Ryan. <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. These kids are a little bit more ghost kid than normal. Ryan! (laughs) (laughs) Ah, we're getting punchy. Like when the kids look like the milkman. Only Uh if the milkman was a ghost. Right. Like all milkmen are. That's why they wear white. Is that why? Uh Uh-huh. Oh. Because they're ghosts. I didn't know that. All ghosts wear white. I thought it was so that if they they spilled the milk, you couldn't tell. Is is that why? (laughs) I don't know. I think it's just probably because the 50s, everyone wore like bleached and creased stuff, right? I always just assumed it was so that if they spilled the milk, it wouldn't stain. I literally, like since I was a kid, have always just assumed that even as I grew into an adult and realized that it would still leave a mark. Like if you deliver bottles of blood, you would wear red. Yeah. Like a vampire milkman. Right. Hey, Aaron. That job's got to suck. Yeah, it does. So we have a Facebook group. Um, <laughs> Where we make jokes like this all the time. I don't know if we ever reach levels of this of this level of hilarity. That's, well... Also, don't... Quote, uh, unquote. Don't, uh, when, you make an, when you're in an insult fight, don't uh, ba-dump bump your own joke because it makes you look bad. It does. As, I as, just ba-dump bumped your joke, right? Right. Okay. That's fine. I, I was just making sure that I yeah, no. wasn't being a complete jerk. You weren't, you weren't being a total EJ. I didn't want to be a complete AJ? Malfoy. EJ. Yeah. I didn't want to be a total Malfoy. Wait, was it probably Ed? Was it Ed Needman? I bet it was Ed Jr. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. thinking too. EJ. What a tool. You know what it was? He was Malfoy, but if Malfoy was like an obnoxious American kid. Right. Like Malfoy had the accent, which right. makes him seem It's like, like he's sophisticated. He's but like a like, sophisticated refined snob. This kid was just an American idiot. But not a Green Day one. Okay. That's good a bad one. Right. Um yeah, it's like Draco, you're like, God, he's sort of stuck up, but he's British, so Sorry, I was singing Fallout Boy in my head. Uh huh. That that tracks. There's a song, she, American Beauty. Uh-huh. She's an American Beauty. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I said American Idiot, and then I said Green Day, and then that song got stuck in my head. Right. That was the train there. Uh-huh. It wasn't a train that made sense. <laughs> no, it makes sense. It's just funny that you're like bopping your head, and I'm like, is she singing something from American Idiot? And you're like, I'm singing Fall Out Boy. And I'm like, <laughs> well, Billy Joe just fell over, but that's fine. He's the singer of Green Day. I know that. Okay, cool, cool. Which songs were on American Idiot was September? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I am actually somewhat familiar with that album. My yeah. brother had it and used to play it in his Discman mm-hmm. very loud. So I would listen to it via his earphones 
on road trips. I love the idea of your brother, like, blasting the acoustic jam Wake Me Up When September Ends. Like, like I mean, it's I don't like think blaring, he... but it's like acoustic guitar and it's kind of like... It's the only way he ever listened to music when he was younger. No, yeah. I'm just saying, like, there are songs on that album that would, would blast yeah. quite nicely. Yes. But like, and then there are other songs. Right. Contemplative songs about a father's, uh, a, the death of your father. Is that what that song is about? Yeah. His father died in September. And, oh. Yeah. Anyways. Also, Tommy's, it, it, Tommy's mom died of cancer. That's true. He didn't save her. He didn't. We do have a Facebook group, though. But he did co- marry a doctor. Was his wife a doctor? Yeah. She said that she they moved to LA when she was do- so she could do her residency. In the dream, she said that. So I can only assume it's true. Well, didn't she have a real? Was he? Da- was that not the girl that? No, because they broke star? up when he joined the Yankees. But why would his reality show girlfriend have lived in New York? I mean, he like was I ba- just- he was back in L.A. Okay, this movie was super complicated. Like basically, this movie was basically like a film version of like War and Peace. Yeah. Well. Well. <laughs> I mean, yes, and <laughs> I think I've decided that whenever I don't know where to go with something, I'm just gonna say yes and like literally say yes and. It's like a it's like a fill in the blank, like assume I improved this. Yes, and stupid thing that James just said. But so in the dream, she said we maybe she didn't say we moved to LA. Maybe she's no, she had to have because he was leaving The Dodgers. The Dodgers to go to the Yankees, but then when we saw him at the beginning of the movie, he was playing for the Dodgers, so he must have gone back to the Dodgers. Right. And started dating this reality star girl. Who we never saw, which is weird. Who we never saw, but he did reference her. Right. In the 70s when nobody knew what a reality show was. Right. Maybe he was just bragging that he didn't have a girlfriend. It's He was embarrassed that the only girl he'd ever dated was a doctor. Ugh. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to all our doctor listeners out there. Anyways, it's uh, our Facebook group is called Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed. You should join. You should receive your special numbered membership card in the mail. It's invisible. Uh-huh. So walk the around, envelope. Walk around like you have it, though. Next time you open your mailbox and there's nothing in there, look again. Today we got no mail. My membership card. Your membership card came. I don't know where to go with this bit One from here. One? Two? I guess you're older. Two. My membership number is two. Oh. Yeah. I am older, but it was your idea to start the podcast. I'll let you have one. All right. I'm moving on up. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, I'm coming home early. I just got a promotion. We have a Twitter. We do have a Twitter. It's at UFO Podcast, where you decide what the F stands for. Today, the F stands for... Free movie tickets goobers free goobers i was gonna go with forever again but that kid wanted that some was goobers. Ha- that he did that was bad yeah that's how they ended the movie with just squints Ad- going forever adult- in a voiceover yep adult squints reprising his most famous line and sounding a little bit like he didn't want to do it like he recognized that it was a bad way to end the movie. <laughs> Squints, blink twice if they have a gun to your head. Forever. Blink, 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 squeak, squeak. That was him washing off his glasses. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Individually, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at unabashedly Aaron. I'm at unabashed James. We have conversations like this. Y- yeah, yes. Sometimes involving other people. Whether they like it or not. Uh-huh. We also have a Patreon. Uh, you should join our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash unabashedly obsessed. Um, every month in 2018... I'm doing a special like reward for signing up or upgrading. Mm-hmm. We don't do like drives for membership. We just have membership drives all the time. So it's uh-huh. like we never have a membership drive at all. Yep. So the month of April, I decided mm-hmm. if you sign up or upgrade your membership in the month of April, I will, by the end of April, make you a 10 song mix CD or playlist, depending on your age, let's face it. <laughs> Um, on of songs of the from the theme of your choice. Um, okay. So sign up now. I mean, like I'm I'm Somebody pretty good at. Please, please sign up or upgrade and request a song that is all or a CD or a playlist that is all just songs with the word crazy in the title. That would be crazy because we basically already created it. We we did. We basically I think we got like eight. So like. And yeah. I'm sure that there are at least two more songs called Crazy. Sure, absolutely. Crazy by Seal. You already said that one. Crazy for You by Madonna. Oh, you didn't say That's that one. That's a good one. That's a really that good one. That is song. a good one. And then... Um, the slow version of Crazy in Love, which you have to buy the Fifty Shades of Grey soundtrack in order to get, which is why I don't have it, even though I really like that version. I should get you the, the soundtrack for Fifty Shades of Grey for... Is it not at the I library? I should just get it from the library. Yeah. There's a weekend song that's really good on there, too. Oh. There's some pretty good songs on that song. Yeah, the, the album is pretty good. All of the songs that I want yeah. are album only. Yeah. And I don't want to buy the whole album just for, like, three songs. But that's what the library's for. Also, so you don't have to spend money to see the Sandlot colon heading home. Did I ever tell you about my dad? Saying like, I was like, oh, I feel really guilty that I got a CD from the library and ripped it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, that's what it's there for. And yeah. I never understood whether he was being sarcastic or or, or somehow subversive or like. I mean, some... Sean told us it's fine. Yeah. And Sean is a police officer. So I feel good about my life choices. I would want to ask regard... a librarian first, though. No. Okay. I mean, like a librarian that isn't in our libra- library system. No. Hey, librarians out there, first of all, shh, how do you like it? <laughs> have you ever been, actually been shushed I've by a librarian? I've never been shushed by a librarian either. either. Yeah. I've gotten There have some been looks. times when I should have been, well, not I, but my children should have been mm-hmm. shushed, mm-hmm. but they never actually do the shushing, probably hey. because I am quick to shush. Hey, dad, what's that funny looking man doing? He's reading. He's the librarian. Shush. I don't remember where we left off of social so, media. So patreon.com slash obsessed is where we are on that. Um, we also have a store, a merch store. Where yeah, you can we buy do. buy stuff. Cafepress.com slash obsessed. There are baseball t-shirts. Yeah. They don't have anything Sandlot related on them. But, ooh, we got our, I, I ordered some stuff. The stainless steel travel mug is a really good travel mug. Yeah. It's like really good quality. It closes all the way so that if you are carrying it or toss it in your purse or whatever. I mean, I would maybe not toss it in your purse, but if you need to like balance it precariously, it's not going to spill. Right. And Aaron, like before we got the merch store, Aaron was like, oh, no, it was for PodCon. You were like, "Uh, I'm a big, huge, like snob about. I didn't get the swag bag 
for PodCon because the one thing I really wanted from it was the travel mug and I didn't trust that it would be a good one. Yeah. It was a pretty good one. Yeah. I may have some regrets. Yeah. But we also got um, car magnets. Yeah. They're, they're about the size of a post-it note. They're three by three and it says that right on the website. In my head, that was bigger than it actually is. Are but there it, not five by fives as mm-mm. well? Not mm. that I saw. Okay. I need to look again. Okay. But not that I saw. Okay. But yeah, I now have a UFO sticker on my car. And I will once I leave this house. Yep. And I got a luggage tag, which is a really nice luggage tag for like the six bucks or whatever that it costs. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. On the 17th of April, 2018, it's a Tuesday, um, (laughs) we're doing a live stream. We are. This is the live stream that uh, Mike from Back to the Futurama unlocked. Hi, Mike. Mike. Um, He unlocked and named it. And named it. We will have the official name uh, when it goes up. We've announced it before, but I don't remember what it is. Um, But we're going to be... uh, having some fun and anyone can watch yes it's gonna probably be at about 8 30 again i would imagine yeah um 8 30 eastern time liz i'm sorry elizabeth i can't think of what the what the gmt um or not gmt the utc time is oh yeah i don't remember what it was but it's gonna be uh 8 30 eastern time on the 17th if it helps at all, that's one thirty in the morning in England. Yeah. Sorry, Liz. Yeah. Well, it's it's probably about one thirty in the morning Austria too. I think I think I think UTC- Austria might be a uh, an hour ahead of England. I, I don't think remember. UTC is one hour different from England because I think it's like one more over. Okay. Um. So it would be two thirty in the morning yeah. then. But you can always watch it after the fact. Right. Um. So we will have a link. I think it's basically going to be a link to a, a YouTube, a private YouTube um, stream. Um, we're going to post it on Twitter. We're going to post it on the Facebook group. We'll probably post it. Like, we're going to basically big up this thing as much as you want. Share it around to your friends. Yep. We're going to be doing some fun stuff. Um, the live stream for the practice one that we did for the Patreon was like top five events of the podcast. It was super fun. Um. Which, by the way, if you join, if you sign up for Patreon, you can watch the archive footage. Mm-hmm. Watch us struggle for ten minutes to figure out. Did what it record the hell us for ten minutes? No, it just felt like it. It's probably like three or four or okay. five. We look very serious, and then we look like we're on, like we're. I was. You can see us getting character yeah. like um, that when the camera goes like finds Krusty, Krusty the Clown on Simpsons, and then uh-huh. he sees the camera, you watch that happen to us because he's like, hey, hey, Yeah. Um. Anyways, so we're going to be doing that on the 17th at about 8.30 Eastern time. Uh, it's going to be a fun time and you should watch and you should be able to comment. I don't know if there'll be a lag. I don't know how much of the lag was led was because it was through YouTube, through Patreon. Right. And how much is just a normal lag, but you can comment. It'll be fun. Yes, it will be. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. And I think that you will like what we have chosen to discuss. I think. Well, discuss is you will you will like our topic for the evening. Yeah, and there I think probably won't be a lot of discussion. I mean, like we did, there'll be less discussion than there was on the Patreon one because we our thing was shorter. True. But I think I'm also gonna try and think of some other stuff to do before and after too. Okay. Just because, like you know, variety. Sure. 
If you want to email us, the we UFO Variety Show. I mean, that's not that's not wrong. It's not. If you want to email us, we have an email address. It is unabashedlyobsessed at gmail.com. Um, unabashedlyobsessed.com is the website. If you want to leave a comment on the blog for whatever reason, that'd be novel. It would be. And then I think we just have two more people to thank. Yep. Thank you to Jamie Shaheen for our theme song, Did You Guys Know There Was a Ladder Down Here? You can find Jamie and his band, A Silent Few, on YouTube. Thank you also to Emily Cardamus, who did our logo art. You can find her on Twitter at Corrupted Gem, on Tumblr at artfulhypothesis.tumblr.com, and you can listen to her podcast, which is called The Audio Armory. I recently listened to the most recent episode, which is where they go through a bunch of lists of animals and talk about what weapon they would ideally be equipped with. Ooh, I haven't listened to that one yet. Yeah. That is a good-sounding episode. Mice are badass. Really? Like, mice can li- mice are like half an ounce, and they can lift basically their body weight, and they're like hella fast. So, like, they could destroy you. Like, they're so strong and so fast. Like, they yeah, could... Yeah, but they... They're only half... Are, are we talking, like, human-sized mice? Like, if animals were human-sized, what would they be equipped with? Because if, a half-ounce creature lifting its body weight... Right. No, no, no. Is you, still not a very big weapon. But, like, you know, if... if a, Like, let's say we were all mice. We'd be able to lift huge weapons much bigger than the human versions of us could because, relatively, we are weak. Yes, true. Okay, fair. Yeah. But, like, they talk about badgers and foxes and... Dogs? Cats. I don't think they did dogs, but you can tweet... That's because dogs would not be equipped with weapons because dogs are good, good boys and girls. You can tweet at them and ask for things. Also, they have teeth. So they... You ask for dogs. I was thinking about asking about octopuses. What would an otter would be equipped with? You otter ask them. I otter. I don't want to think about an octopus being equipped with a weapon. Those things are horrifying enough as it is. Eight oh, weapons. Okay, them. you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to have brought up cephalopods no, on our show. No, it's okay. And now you have to edit it. I'm so sorry. Oh, man. I have to do with, deal with this twice. Um, Thanks, James. Well, yeah. And so do pennies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this has been a sh- an episode ostensibly about Sandlot <laughs> heading home and also about so much else. Yeah. So much anything else. Chauncey Lepardi needs to be in more things, though. He does. And a pop punk band. Uh-huh. Yeah. We will talk to you next week. Ooh, next week is um, Patreon request. Another yeah. Patreon request. Yeah. Next uh, week is Ashkan's Patreon request. Which, for those of you who are watching the live stream, already know what it is. Those of you who don't have to wait. Or sign up for Patreon. Yes. But we will talk I'm to you. I'm excited about it. Yeah, though. I am too. Um, I'm trying to stay so in the dark about it. Okay. Like, I don't even know. I know the title and that's it. So I'm really excited. I had to ask Chad a couple questions about it just, just to kind for... of determine, like, should I not watch this at night? Yeah. But. We will talk to you next week. This has been a great episode of Unabashedly Obsessed. I'm James. I'm Aaron. Smoking kills. And so do pennies. <laughs> <laughs>